Thank you for joining us today uh, at Around the Table. Uh, Communications Director Tanner Cade is here, and I am the Men's Ministry Director, John Martin. We are thankful today to talk about a new seat at the table here at the Baptist Building. Brother Lowell Walker is our new contract coordinator for African American and Black Ministries. Uh, good morning, Lowell. Good morning. Yeah, good, good to morning. see you. Glad good you're good here morning. to be with us today to have a conversation. Before we get into that conversation, though, we're going to go ahead and let Tanner introduce us to what is Round the Corner. Round the Corner. <laughs> so here we are at the end of February. A big weekend is ahead at Gateway Camp. Mm-hmm. Discern 2022 is February 25th and 26th, and Synchrony is February 26th. Uh, both those events, uh, registrations already happened there, but if you want to squeeze yourself in this weekend, I'm sure the discipleship office will oblige and work you in there. But uh, If not, you're going to cause a mess. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we want you to have a Yeah, they'll, they'll work you in. I'm putting pressure on them now. They don't even know it. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Synchrony is happening this Saturday at, at Gary Camp, but it's also going to happen May 14th at First Baptist Oxford and September 10th at Temple in Hattiesburg. So we're kind of spreading that around from north, central, and south part of the state. Another event coming up here in March, uh, the Church Safety for Minors Workshop, uh, March 28th at Fairview Baptist Church and March 29th at FBC Nesbitt. The Church Safety for Minors Workshop is a comprehensive training that describes an effective safety system protecting children and youth from sexual abuse in the church and other ministry environments. Greg Love of Ministry Grid will be the speaker. We did this back in 2019, and many, many folks appreciate the information gained from this workshop, so I hope you can tune in there. This will also be two other events uh, back in September later in the year that we'll talk about closer to that. But also a side note, I just want to mention here at the end of February, we're thinking about Annie Armstrong. So if you need help gathering materials to promote Annie Armstrong Easter offering, uh, today... I want you to email or call the Women's Ministry office. Uh, Tammy is over that office. You can contact her at tanderson at nbcb.org or call 601-968-3800 to order what you need. So you need some time to get some things in on shipment-wise, and we want want to make sure you have what you need. I know some of the website stuff, uh, we've seen some folks having a little bit of an issue there. So go ahead mm-hmm. and email, call. We want to get you squared away for that. But as usual, all these other events can be found at nbcb.org slash events. All right. Good deal. Thank you, Tanner, for all of that. Communications director. (laughs) Yeah. So today we do have with us Lowell Walker. Uh, We were just catching up. First time I met uh, Brother Lowell was uh, with Mark Vincent. Mark Vincent introduced him to me at the... uh, Southern Baptist Convention. I was trying to remember where we were, but I don't remember where that convention was. But you had just gotten back, I think, that year uh, from a trip to Africa. Is that right? With uh, with Brother Mark and some others. And so uh, it's great to have you on board, and uh, we're looking forward to all God's going to do to use you in this position. Uh, for those that may not know you, though, uh, we have I have a note here that says that you've been from Texas, Oklahoma, to Mississippi, even uh, we just learned Mexico as well, right? So... Uh, can it, just in a few minutes, in kind of a nutshell, can you give us uh, how you got to Tupelo and uh, maybe your journey, your journey of faith? Yes, thank you. Actually, I was born and raised in Tupelo, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. One of her parents was concerned about my education or mm-hmm. tenure and follow up, and so I lived with my aunt and grandmother in Tulsa through high school, mm-hmm. and from there, just playing basketball, we received scholarships and chose to go to Texas, West Texas. Okay, yeah. So I spent a total of four years in Texas, and all of us young people had this ambition mm-hmm. for playing professional basketball. Yeah. So 
my ambition was never play the NBA. It was to play overseas or the ABA. And okay, the yeah, ABA yeah. kind of shut down, so I was trying to go play ball overseas. And so Mexico yeah, yeah. came a good idea, mm-hmm. so I did that for a 10U. And from wow. there, I come back to Mississippi, got married, met my, my wonderful wife, Jacqueline mm-hmm. Walker. We got married, stayed there for a while, and back to Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Back home where back, everything's good, back right? Home. Mississippi. It's good. it's good to be in Mississippi. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, so yes, sir. Uh, the church that you pastor now is? I pastor Mount Sinai Baptist Church. I've been there now for 22 years. Wow. First church I've pastored so far. Wow. Mount Sinai is a unique uh, church plant. It came through okay. Calvary Baptist Church there in Tupelo. Yeah. And they was interested in doing something like what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted to invest in the African-American community. Mm-hmm. So they planned a church there, and I'm the third pastor. Wow. So, and yeah. it, it used to be called a missions church. Yeah, Mount. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's still that, but we're trying to really just keep that in line. Yeah, sure. Be a, a fruitful church. Wow. Real, real quick, I, I see you have a medical background. Yes. Uh, 31 years? 31 years, years? 31 years as a radiology technologist. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yes. And so now I'm employed at the same hospital as a chaplain. Okay, yeah. Excellent. Wow. Excellent. <laughs> Wealth of information. Quite a busy, <laughs> quite a busy man, too. It's huh? been busy the last year, too. <laughs> it's been quite yeah, busy. Yes, yeah. yes. Good deal. So multicultural ministry in the Mississippi Baptist Convention. Mm-hmm. What is multicultural ministry? I know those of us listening can probably imagine what it is, Mm -hmm. but I want to pose that question to you. What is that ministry to you and how you're going to start leading out in this role? Thank you. It's a good question. When we look at this multicultural ministry, I want us to look at it from a scriptural standpoint. Mm. To get a good definition, let's look at what God sees the kingdom is to be. Mm -hmm. We know in the book of Acts, how it went from Jerusalem to Antioch mm-hmm. to other parts of that world. And as it stretched out from Jerusalem, it didn't look like the same people. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to begin to see God's kingdom and God's people in a mother diverse yeah. culture. So my assignment is to be a part of that, to help our churches to have better relationships, mm. uh, to have better relationships in ways not just worship, but even in partnering in uh, other types of ministries. Mm -hmm. But to have unity in the state of Mississippi, we do have to see Christ. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. We have to see Christ, and we have to begin to see that God has called all of us into this great work. Yeah, sure. And so I have a a great passion for that. I do see that that's a great need. I know it's a process. I know you're going to ask me in a minute, what's my strategy? <laughs> we can dive into that. I know you're going to do that. Sure, sure, but this multicultural ministry, to me, it goes beyond It goes beyond the African-American community. It goes mm-hmm. beyond our white community, the Hispanic community, the Choctaw mm-hmm. and, the, and the Deep. It goes way beyond that. But So collectively, you have to see all of us as a part of God's church. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we have to be able to respect um, other people, mm. okay. We mm-hmm. have to respect each one, not to change, yeah, uh, but to compliment and to yeah. encourage. Yeah, and we have to find some common ground, mm-hmm. and, and the common ground is Jesus Christ. Yeah, Amen. Yeah, and the gospel, yeah. and His doctrine, and that's 
the common ground that mm-hmm. we have. And so in order to do that, we have to begin to stretch outside of our, our walls and be open to learn each other, to know of yeah. each other. Yeah. You know, uh, I had the opportunity to know Brother Chris McNary. Mm. And in 2015, he had this conference in Clinton called Can We Talk? Mm. A beautiful conference, mm. beautiful conference. And I came away encouraged because we find that how often do we know each other? Mm-hmm. How often do you really know your neighbor? Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, years ago, it, it was easy to know your neighbor, but yeah. now because yeah. our communities are changing, yeah. we've lost the communication mm-hmm. of how to know our neighbor. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes we may build a stereotype about our neighbor mm-hmm. without even having a conversation. Yeah. So when we think about this multicultural ministry, my assignment is to help build up the unity among the African-American churches, but also to help us to keep tied in into our associations Mm -hmm. and also on the state level, but also in the community. As we come into our communities, we want to also build up relationships with our sister Mm -hmm. churches as well. And that's just not about worship, but it's about how we do the work of God together. Yeah, you know, I think that's a good word because I think a lot of times when we think of multicultural ministry, we want to we want to see a percentage of a worship attendance that's not Anglo, right? We say, well, yeah, that's a multicultural church. You know, they have thirty percent of their congregation is not Anglo, maybe. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying is is that it it's bigger than just the worship. It's bigger than just the sanctuary, yeah, right? It's bigger. It's bigger. And if you don't mind me saying this. When we think about the worship, and the one word that I've heard in every language is the same as hallelujah. Mm. <laughs> okay, yeah. What language you speak in, yeah. it's the same. Mm. Yeah. So what does that tell you? Yeah, sure. That, that the worship is really not our issue if we mm. make it an issue. Mm. But when you call on, on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, yeah, that puts us all in the same place. Yeah. And yeah. so I'm, I'm interested in not only how we worship together, but how do we witness together? Mm-hmm. How do we walk the streets together and, mm-hmm. and share the gospel in our different communities? Yeah. And then the worship is at a climax. Yeah, sure. You know, right. So yeah. if we p- put the worship before we do the work and the witnessing, mm. We may kind of suffer a little bit, but, but, but if we go out on the field and we work together, yeah, yeah, we share the gospel together, and we learn each other, yeah, talk to each other, have a fellowship yeah. process. Don't rush it. Don't try to put things on the table that's irritating, <laughs> but keep it Jesus Christ. Yeah. Amen. You know, I, I think just you talking, this is running through my mind. So we always like to look to Revelation 21. We say at, at, at heaven, there's going to be a time when all nations are going to come together, right? And there's going to be every tongue and every tribe that's going to be worshiping there in, in Revelation 21. But what you just said, I think is so important. That's, that's a promise to come. The work is to be done today together. Right, so we always we always say, hey, that there's that day coming where every tribe, every tongue, and every nation is going to be together at the throne of, mm-hmm. of the Lord. But what you're saying is, until that time, let's find a way to work. Let's find a way to work together. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible that we're looking at that day, yeah, 
and we're not trying to live here. Yeah, that. uh, that's so, exactly yeah. right. So yeah. many people may miss that. That's that right. Day if yeah. they don't get it right here. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a that is a very powerful word. I appreciate that. And and you know, I'll say this too, and I think everybody would recognize it. We would say Mississippi Baptist uh, has not been very multicultural in our past. Um, we we want to become more multicultural. People may even look to Mississippi and say Mississippi is not a place that's favorable to multicultural work. You've already said it, but I, I think it'd be good to just kind of dig a little bit deeper in, into this. That may all be true, but the answer is the gospel, right? The yes, answer yes. the answer is the is is Jesus, and so and you know it's important that for me as a consultant that I'm not coming in closed mind. Mm. I, I want to talk to all, all my brothers and my sisters where they are. Yeah. I, I want to be able to listen. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to listen and learn at what's going on in their regions, what's going on in their associations, and how can we help them to fulfill yeah. that great commission mm-hmm. along with the great uh, commandment of Christ. Mm-hmm. How, mm-hmm. How, how can we help them, but how can we keep everyone connected into the associations and connected with the state. Sure, yeah. Um, because the great witness for me is being able to build relationships. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes we don't know one another as we should. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a question in my head, and it's interesting that, John, you are here at the table because <laughs> I feel like um, men speak a big role in the the, yeah. the movement in our society as men and leaders. Uh, one thing I noticed from you, so you have a basketball background. You were head coach of a, of a team, I guess. A pri- I, I, you didn't know I was going to bring that up, but I thought I'd bring it up. <laughs> oh, he got it. But, but what, I, what I thought was interesting is what I read in the notes is that it wasn't necessarily about the wins. It was what you were doing with those players on that team. Yes. Yeah. And that makes me start to think what – You've spoken to community, us walking down the street hand in hand together. Yes. So what are some things in your context? I know you're in Tupelo. You've been there for a while. What are some things in the community doing things together that that is your passion set? What, what, do, you, what do you like to see folks do together um, as a community? I, I, that's a wide open question, but I hope you see where I'm kind of landing with yeah, that. Yes. I want to hear what through your expense, experiences, maybe just in the Tupelo area, but what do you hope to see across the state as you expand your heart and your reach across the state through the Mississippi Baptist Convention? I want to, my desire is that we be more intentional with the gospel. Mm -hmm. And to be intentional for us is to show love. Mm -hmm. Love has to be in action. Mm. And that has to be open to be able to listen to one another another yeah to find that place again where we need to actually be now as this basketball coach um i had the opportunity of coaching at a christian school tcps and much that culture <laughs> much old man mother culture all, all the way okay. mm-hmm. and the first thing we did was we had to win the confidence and the trust of the parents yeah mm-hmm. so before each season i, I would call a meeting is with the parents. Mm-hmm. And if you're on my team, when we win, you win. <laughs> when we lose, mm-hmm. you lose. Mm-hmm. But I saw something much more important was 
how do you help build Christian character? Mm. How do we take the game of basketball and help these young men to see life? You know, is life really about winning Mm. or is life really about enduring? Mm. So the first year or two, we we held our own, but but, but the third and fourth year, we really... We really blossomed, but it wasn't about the winning. It was about being competitive, and it it was about representing Christ Mm. on the floor, win or lose. Mm -hmm. And so I want to take that into this arena of this multicultural ministry by saying I want to be intentional in relationships, Mm -hmm. okay? I don't want to just hit with someone because of who they are, but I want to be intentional in relationships because I think that's where it begins. And that also means uh, building up trust, building up confidence, Mm -hmm. and having the understanding that many of us are still broken because of past relationships. And for us to go into this naive of that, Mm -hmm. I think it, it, it brings more of a challenge. Yeah, sure. So we have to understand all the hurt and the brokenness of mm-hmm. times past, and how do we how do we springboard? How do we learn from that? Yeah, that yeah. that won't be something continuously. But we have to again, I think, have to build relationships, and that's going to be a a process. That's great. Thank you for explaining that, John. Did you have anything you wanted to add to that? Yeah, I, I would just say I think I mean obviously we you know probably uh, that Dr. Parker has given us a set of values as as just Baptist building employees. One of them is multicultural, but one of them is is personal, right? It's person oriented, and uh, and I think all of us uh, here at the building understand that 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 in order to make men's ministry better. I've got to go out into Mississippi and meet those men that are doing men's ministry, mm. <laughs> right? Yes. And I think that's what you're saying. You yes. know, we've yes. got to have, we got to build relationships with these guys, which means we've got to build, you're going to be building relationships with African-American pastors in our state, Mississippi Baptist or not, and also Anglo, right? Mm-hmm. The Caucasian yes. pastors yes. that are yes. out there, yes. right? Yes. Yes. And, and, you know, I think that's, that's where the difference is going to be made in the personal relationships that are built. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I agree a hundred percent. I think yeah. that's an, that, that's a, obviously it's what we've been called to be as brothers in Christ. Right. So. Yes. And we can't, we can't hit at this like it's an open in the night. Yeah. Call. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we have to accept that there's going to be some push. I'm sorry. <laughs> that that's going to be some pushbacks. Yeah. Yeah. But we have to have a lot of prayer, a lot of mm-hmm. wisdom. And I just believe that this reaching out, man, in love, and just being intentional and yeah. being open yeah. and being honest, I think yeah. that's what we have to start in. Uh, I, I'm just going to go ahead and announce this, but we're going to do, I'm going to do follow-ups with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to dig much deeper into this. So I'll need to come visit you in Tupelo. Yeah. But, but let me transition now. We, we need to conclude here in a few minutes. But how, where can people see you? How can people find you? Uh, what, kind of talk to your schedule. Uh, how you are working in your role uh, through multicultural, as well as you're continuing to be a pastor. Yes, well, actually being bivocational still, Mm -hmm. my phone number is going to always be available, 662-422-2609. If you call me, just leave me a text, Mm -hmm. and I get back with you on it after the hours of working. So my desire is on the latter part of the weeks, 
to make phone calls and maybe on some Saturday mornings just mm -hmm. travel at a great distance to yeah. have conversations and to meet some pastors mm -hmm. and then I, I, I get back to, yeah. to yeah. Tupelo. Yeah. And there may be some weekends where I may not. Right. But I, I want to use the latter part of the week and the weekends to where I'm able to be available. But to tell you the truth, I'm available at any time. You yeah. have to call me and just leave me a, yeah, yeah, a yeah. message. Yeah, yeah. yeah. text message, yes, sir. That's great. That's great. Well, I know we'll be following up with you more, and I can't wait to dialogue with you mm -hmm. more in the future about this uh, because as we work together and what Dr. Parker and his leadership, what you alluded to, John, is right in the middle of this conversation right, right here. Yeah, sure. We want to be intentional, yeah. multicultural. We want to be personal. Yeah. And uh, we want to speak the truth uh, as we go along the gospel uh, mm -hmm. together, mm -hmm. and so I, I, I love that, John. I don't. I think you have a comment. Do you? No, do I don't. Want to say no, anything no, about no, that? No, I don't. No, that's good. <laughs> well, brother, you just walked clean into this building today, and we set you down for a podcast. <laughs> if you're if you're listening, that's what happened. And so yeah, I'm right. thankful to sit at the table with you today. I know yeah. John would say the same. I'm so glad you could express some of this to us, and. Uh, I want to take a minute and thank you for listening to our podcast. If you're across the state right now, allowing us a chance to elevate the conversation and ministry across our state. We are thankful for folks like Lil Walker in the building who have joined us on the team. I'm thankful to serve alongside them. If you're listening, take a minute, just share that with uh, your friends and folks in social media world and your circles, because we want to spread this a little bit and uh, increase that conversation about ministry in our state. We are on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and Google as well as you can check out any more information at nbcd.org. Thanks so much. We'll see you in March.